Heard at Sports Radio every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. On Thursday's show, we'll have staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman. We'll talk the odds with our Vegas insider, Brian Edwards. Catch it up with senior writer for Huskers 24-7, Michael Brunts, and Nebraska women's basketball head coach, Amy Williams. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to a Tuesdays here at Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Hope you're doing all right. Numbers to get in today at 489-1240, 489-1240, or 800-825-5865 across the Hale Varsity Radio Network, wherever you hear us. can watch the show. Encouraged to do that on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Subscribe to that and give us a follow on the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. If you want to see Elijah's brand new tire for his Impala, uh, can jump on uh, Elijah's Twitter at Herbalescence. Can find me at Schmidt underscore radio. There's probably some derogatory comment about my child I'm making on social media. So there is that entertainment. Uh, can email the show Chris at Hale Varsity. Com. We'll spend time with Mitch Sherman from The Athletic. Mitch going to join us in about 20 minutes or so. Get his take. Coach Tony White, Coach Satterfield, several players, but some interesting comments and thoughts from Heinrich Harburg, just uh, what it's like to be the quarterback at Nebraska as a Nebraska kid. So we'll hear some of that. We'll hear uh, a pretty stern Tony White with just his defensive defense's performance against Michigan State and what you got to have on Saturday against Maryland and then a little bit from Coach Satterfield uh, with uh, first downs, right? What is Nebraska doing or not doing on first down? So uh, all of that in front of us. Nebraska basketball, men's and women's, off to a 1-0 start. Uh, both of them covered, in case you're wondering. The men uh, dominant uh, last night, the women incredible as uh, they were up 16 rip uh, before you could blink. So we'll talk with uh, Husker standout, the pride of Ord, Andy Markowski with us at five. And then it's time to get a little offensive line perspective. Uh, former Husker pizza man, Matt Verzel, going to be with us, Verz, around 525. So you and your tire, this whole ordeal uh, is finally solved uh, how light in the wallet are you? Was it bad? Was it painful because you blew your tire in western Iowa, east of Council Bluffs, Sunday coming back from a weekend roadie to East Lansing in Chicago? Honestly, the the blow to the wallet was not as substantial as I would have guessed. Matthew chimes in the stream. He guessed about hundred or $230. That's about what I was uh, planning on. Firmly under that number. So maybe I just bought myself a garbage tire and it's going to go flat here again. We'll see, but... Felt like I got a pretty good price on it. And I would like to note, while this tire was being mounted this morning, I was like, you know what? I'm going to kill some time. I don't have a car. I went and got myself a cup of coffee, went and got myself a bagel, and then just proceeded to walk. 
So if you saw me wandering through your South Lincoln neighborhood at some point this morning. Call the police. No, no. Th- this was not Elijah Herbal strung mustache, out on drugs. Mustache, <laughs> flannel, uh, probably a Pearl Jam t-shirt on. Beware. Lock the doors. Make sure the garage is shut. Well, I was wearing like like my my wool flannel uh-huh. and like was just wandering. I, I definitely didn't really put that much thought into my outfit this morning because I was like, oh, I'll, I'll you change buy Walmart. I was not. I'm, I'm not going to disclose what location I was in. <laughs> they're, they're not paying for for shout outs, clearly. But if you saw an individual that looked like Elijah Herbal, you're like, man, that guy looks like he's strong out. He's just kind of wandering, walking with no rhyme or reason. Tall and thin, mustache. I mean, he's walked the same creepy. road three times. That was, in fact, me. And I would like to note that I am doing fine. I was just trying to kill some time and I was not strung out or drunk or anything like that. I'm doing <laughs> it's okay only now. Only Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday morning at it's that. Only Tuesday morning. So but, I'm, no, I'm, but yeah, I do have the, the tire situation handled. It's been mounted on the car, and we're we're home free now. So that, that ordeal is now behind me. That That is big. Now, uh, I, I lease vehicles uh, just because, and I, I've had, within the, the first three months of my last two vehicles, there's been some sort of bolt in my tire. So I've had to go get the tire plugged, and one completely shredded. So... Uh, I, I went to the used tire place since it's a lease and got a used tire oh, for like makes sense. 38 bucks. That makes sense. So See, I didn't even, like, I, I inspected the tire. I don't even know what caused it to go flat on Sunday. There was no bolt. There was no nail. There was Murphy's no Law. It was the weekend. It was just the sidewall just absolutely blew out and it got shredded. So I'd, I'd like to thank the good folks for, for helping me get my tire. And they, they don't sponsor us, so I'm not going to shout them out sure. that much. But I will shout them out if they are listening. Thanks for all the help on the tire this morning. So it's good to be past that. Back to football. James asks the question, is Chuba a real option being this late in the year? I think we rock with the Carney kid asking for a friend. James, I think you're right. I think they, they ride the Carney kid until it maybe becomes a breaking point. And what I mean by breaking point is that there's no regression on turnovers. So you're saying ride him until, you know, the wheels fall off? Maybe the wheels go flat? Well, <laughs> possibly. And you can't have the, the same mistakes being made. And, and the other part of this, too, is, is the indecision, right? He's got to play free. And, and let's hear from, from Coach Satterfield here. And that's cut 13. That, that's really the, the key here for Nebraska moving forward. Uh, yes, offensive line play, better first down production, a, a run game that is going to be leaned on, uh, maybe being a little less pass happy. Uh, but again, that comes back to the offensive line. But uh, here is Satterfield on, on playing free. Uh, that's pretty important uh, for Nebraska moving forward. Can he get in, in the right headspace moving forward? He was a little sporadic, uh, you know. We've got to continue to take care of the ball. And a couple of those, you know, those fumbles, uh, he was up in the pocket. So we worked, got some good work on that today. But we we have to take care of the ball. We we talk about it all the time, and uh, we're committed to fighting that war until we get it fixed. Because that is, you know, that's the reason we're losing right now. It's just we're we're giving the team the other, you know, the other team the ball too many times every single game. So. Uh, we've got to find a way to get that fixed. We're working at it. But, you know, to answer your question, uh, you know, I think he's he's to the point. And uh, I reference Coach Rule a lot because I listen to his stories. But just, you know, through the years, you get quarterbacks that uh, when they come in, they start playing early. 
right? They're young. They're, they, have a, they don't have a lot of demons in their head. They just play. They're glad to be out there. Uh, every opportunity, every game you play, more and more information starts to seep in, starts to seep in. Now you're not just playing and relaxing, having fun. You're thinking and thinking and thinking. So uh, we're at that stage right now where I just told him, you know, Heinrich just then, like, just relax, smile. Right, smile, have fun, run through somebody's face. Like go back to the time where people were asking if you were going to slide or not, and we said no. You're just going to run through their face. Go back to that guy, and you'll be fine. So, you know, this week we're just working on him, just freeing up his mind and going and play as fast as he can, as physical as he can. So, there was a time where he was kind of playing free and easy. He was running the football. He was keeping it on options. He was putting his shoulder down. He was hitting some pass plays. But then after that Illinois game and the bye week, it it got real. Northwestern scouted well. Uh, Purdue scouted well. And you look at Michigan State. They scouted well. Everybody in this league has talented coaching staffs, whether you're interim or not. And they're going to look at Nebraska, what they can do and do well on offense, try and take it away. And without a lot of help around Harburg, um, it's, it's been easy. And it's been easy a lot of this season to take it away. It doesn't matter who's quarterback. You're just that limited on offense. You're even more limited with injuries. Those aren't excuses. Those are just facts. And you've had a lot of on-the-job training, learning, and trying to play through some issues. A year from now, if it's still Harburg, uh, you're going to have the same receiving group. You're going to have a lot of this offensive line back. You're going to have a second year of, of Emmett Johnson. Uh, and, and you're going to have Fedoni and company. And this offense could look 180 better. And you, you'll expect it to with whatever they want to settle on. Now, they've adapted offensively to more of a ground-and-pound option base because of that's, those are the strengths with Harburg. Elijah, you and I were talking before the show and you go back to Harburg's high school film, and granted, these are all highlights on Huddle, but what got him noticed and what got him recruited by Power 5 schools and then Nebraska eventually offered and got him was just his size, his athleticism. But what Carney Catholic was doing was, was pretty good. I mean, he would stand back in the pocket out of shotgun and chuck it around, but they moved him a lot in the pocket. Uh, when when he's in shotgun, he's not really on the move. Most of his play action or on the move throws have come out under center. I wonder if moving forward, you look back and say, okay, uh, you'd roll him to one side of the field or the other, and you'd have a, a bit of a run pass option. There was a lot of deep shots too with this high school film that he completed, but his his throwing motion is way different now than it was in high school. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely way different. You know what you didn't see a lot of in high school? Him lowering the arm slot and going sidearm with The 6-4-3 double play pitch. Even whenever he was rolling out. I mean, that's where he's been really, really good this year is rolling out and kind of using that sidearm action to squeeze it in some windows. He's been good there in the the 5-10 to yard routes. He didn't even do that back in high school. I think you have to look back to the quarterback coach that was here whenever he got to campus and and did that throwing motion. And I'm not saying it's an indictment against Mario Verduzco. Maybe it was necessary based on his eyes, but this is what Herberg is now, is, is he does like that sidearm motion on the underneath routes, and he's been somewhat accurate with it if it's between 0 to 10 yards. Uh, it's been a little deeper where it gets hairy, and that's the, always the indictment with a, a sidearm thrower, is that whenever you try to put more power under it, uh, try to get that thing further downfield, the ball's going to tend to sail on you whenever you have that sidearm motion. He didn't do that back in high school. As you kind of laid out what he did in high school really, really well, was get outside the pocket, 
find those crossing patterns, which he still does pretty well, and deliver on a dart. And then, you know what? You also saw that ability of him to to lower the shoulder, run over a defensive back, and pick up an extra 5 to 10 yards. That's what the, the, the coaches liked in him back in high school. That's why there's a lot of schools around the country recruiting him. And that's what he still does well. He still gets outside the pocket well, finds those crossing routes well, and if it's not there, uh, gets upfield, lowers the shoulder through a defensive back. One thing that I've noticed has changed in the scouting report as you move from Northern Illinois Louisiana Tech into the Big Ten slate is I think a lot of Big Ten defenses, especially defensive backs, have seen in the scouting report this is not the quarterback that's going to look to get out of bounds. This is the quarterback that's going to look to lower the shoulder. And what you've seen a lot more of recently is guys going really low. Guys going and, and wrapping up around the knees, around the ankles, and getting him down to the ground that way because they don't chopping want to, him down. They don't want to get run over. And I, I said it kind of tongue in cheek last week when we talked to Searles. At what point do we see Heiner Carver go for the hurdle? And Searles said never in a million years should he ever try that. But I wonder if you show that threat just once in a game, try to hurdle a defender, whether they stop going for the legs as much, because it's taken away Heinrich Carberg's ability to really go lower that shoulder and run over a guy. Well, and, and you've just not seen him really deke anybody. It's always been, let's go four-wheel drive and, and use the six-foot-five frame. A little bit more from Satterfield when it comes to Harburg, and how's he been dealing with the noise? Yeah, he's a tough kid, you know, and I, I think that – not a tough kid. He's a, he is a tough young man, and, uh, you know, I think he does a really nice job of compartmentalizing the noise and all that and just kind of – you know, he's trying to adopt, you know, Coach Rule's mindset and our mindset as a coaching staff. Just it's all about us. It's all about coming and controlling what you can control. I know it's a lot of coach talk, but it's all truths. And if you are disciplined enough to do that, then life's a lot, a lot better and you can develop a lot quicker. So what you have right now is a Nebraska kid who wants it so bad. He's worked hard. He's persevered. He's ascended to this spot. He's done some good, and he's had some mistakes. Can he go back to just balling and just playing ball without this paralysis by analysis? Can, can he get out of his own head when it comes to overthinking in the moment? And, and also, can, can he improve – Within a week and within the last three weeks of the season, his field vision. And I don't envy the the spot he's in because football is, you got to get real good at it for it to be fun. And right now, it's it's just a, a sludge uh, offensively right now where it's, it's too hot and too cold for Nebraska in this offense. They, they don't do anything one thing well they can hit some plays here and there uh, but they've not adapted or at least executed in response to to how some of these defenses post illinois have decided to to d them up 489-1240 number to get in here on hail varsity radio we'll get to coach tony white in a little bit to follow up on satterfield a thought or two from harburg as uh, he met the media today, and he was asked, and I think this is cut uh, 18, we, we get into the freeing of one's mind. He was asked, all right, what's that, what's that look like for you on the field? Yeah, I mean, it's a battle that I've been fighting since I started playing quarterback as a sophomore in high school. Um, you know, that's... I, as just as a person, you know, I try to overanalyze stuff sometimes, and you know, it can get me into trouble. But I think as I continue to grow um, and see things and be able to process them quicker, and um, I don't think it's a bad thing to be thinking. It's just it, when it gets in the way of me doing the things I'm supposed to do, 
um, that's when it gets in trouble. So, you know, one thing that he was talking about is just kind of decluttering my mind, you know, seeing everything but not having it get in front of each other. He looks tentative at times, and, and it's there's some uncertainty where there, there's plays that are open that, that he's not pulling the trigger on, and there are, there are plays that are open within this passing concept that he's, he's not waiting on or he's not seeing. And, and I think whatever you talk about thinking too much, one of the plays that you talked about was Malachi Coleman, third and 10, coming across the middle of the field wide open. Wide. Strikes me as thinking too much whenever you're saying, you know what, it's third and 10, we got to get this thing past the sticks, as opposed <laughs> gotta... to, to taking what the defense is giving you. You know what, if it's fourth and two, maybe you go for it as opposed to fourth and 10 because you throw an incomplete pass. It's the little things of taking what the defense is giving you and not thinking too much. That's what that, that answer strikes me as. Brian chimes in, HH is shell-shocked. He can't run through someone's face well he's got to try and adapt mitch sherman on the way heard at sports radio every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m on thursday's show we'll have staff writer for the athletic mitch sherman we'll talk the odds with our vegas insider brian edwards catching up with senior writer for huskers 24 7 michael brunts and nebraska women's basketball head coach amy williams Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning.